You are Locked On Jets, your daily podcast on the New York Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, January 3rd, 2018. It is the 10th day of Christmas, so I guess this is 10 Lords a-leaping. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to it. Your options include iTunes and Spotify, and please leave the show a good review. Of course, we now are in the offseason. The Jets completed the 2017 campaign on Sunday in a loss to the New England Patriots. So this podcast is kind of shifting into offseason mode. During the regular season, we had a more or less a defined schedule for the week. Sometimes we'd vary from it, but you generally knew which uh, what you were going to hear each day. We're going to mix it up a little bit more in the offseason. We're going to hear from some old friends. We'll hopefully make some new friends who will visit, visit our podcast along the way. And we'll also try some new types of shows. Uh, today, what I wanted to do was open it up to you. I wanted to get your take on it. So th- this show will be entirely based on what we've heard from you people. And it, we asked a question at the end of last week on gangreennation.com, which is, of course, where, where I write. And we, a- we asked for your take on the Todd Bowles and Mike McCagnan contract extensions. And we got plenty of feedback. So I wanted to share what Jets fans are thinking about the extensions as they've happened so we, we have some comments on from gangreennation.com. We also asked on Twitter and got some responses. So today's show will be dedicated. This is this is your show. Uh, you, I won't be offering any insight. I will just be telling you what other Jets fans think of the move to extend the head coach and the general manager for two years. So why don't we jump in? Uh, so again, we, we asked, do you agree with the extensions for Todd Bowles and Mike McCagney? We'll start on Twitter. Lou Ricciardi, yes to Mac, no to Bowles, unless it was Mac's decision. Not sure why the coach, why the Jets have the coach report to the owner, not to the GM. Uh, from gangreennation.com, uh, Rampant Jet 22. I voted yes, but only under the condition that the Johnsons are willing to eat the money and fire them when it becomes apparent they have failed in the draft. I'm sorry, when they failed in free agency and the draft this coming year. From Gang Green Nation user, second round, forget about it. Fire Mac, everybody knows the reasons. Same place three years later. No home run players. Stupid contracts for players who never should have sniffed the amount. Mac keeps making a pile of dog poop. Bowles does the best he can to make it shiny and spray some Febreze. So that's a very colorful description of a very colorful opinion there. Um, NJB45, stability, even if it's half-deserved. So I went with yes. But this will help some land some free agents, and I do believe with around $100 million to spend that Mac will pull off a repeat of 2015 and bring in some NFL veterans, hopefully not older than 28. This will still be a build through the draft with some stop gaps at certain positions. So that's one in favor. Gino Time 7, I voted yes. I'll be honest, I don't like Mac. I like Todd Bowles. There's nothing Mac can, is going to do until free agency and the draft that's going to change that. What I say is the team has a lot more good role players than we've had in a while. Obviously, the offensive line and quarterback position needs to be addressed early and often, but with all this cap space, we need some star power. Trumaine Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, Ziggy Ansah, Vontae Davis, Nate Soldier, 
Jonathan Sullivan, Sammy Watkins, Kyle Fuller, Teddy Bridgewater, and Kirk Cousins are all guys we need to look at hard. So that's one in favor of it, one who wants to spend money big time in free agency. Back to Twitter. Abraveb. 2018 should be the last year unless the Jets play above 500 and have a future quarterback. Acquiring Cousins and drafting a quarterback prospect should be the top priority. On Twitter, Starchild, uh, talking about Bowles, says he gets his team. He does get his team to play hard in almost every game. His main flaw, in my opinion, is in game management, especially clock management. Make some adjustments. Could be a possible playoff team next year. Also on Twitter, Ed, uh, no, I don't care that expectations have been exceeded. As a fan, I only want a winning season. Five wins and no answer at quarterback should not be rewarded by a two-year extension. So if we win six games next year, is it a success? Is the organization going to have a parade if we go 8-8? Eight and eight? Please sell the team, Woody. Jay Williams on Twitter goes with simplicity in his answer. He just says, yes. So Jay Williams is in favor. John Wright on Twitter, yes. Yes to both. Building a winner takes some time. Sam on Twitter says, Yes on Bowles, no on McCagnan. Todd Bowles has some crazy instincts, but if McCagnan were giving him better players, the Jets could survive those occasional time management situational calls that make you scratch your head. Bennett, Robbins1 on Twitter, again, gives us a simple answer. He says no. Skip at Skip84 on Twitter gives us an, another simple answer, but with even more passion than Bennett. He says, no! And there are seven O's there, so count uh, Skip84 as against the move. Laxkeeper13 on Twitter says, it doesn't matter. Until we get new ownership, this is still a sinking ship. Mikey Big Show uh, on Twitter, not sure how you can let Mac pick your next quarterback after selecting Hack in the second round. MState68 on Twitter, again, goes with the simple yes. So, mixed mixed bag on Twitter. We'll go back now to gangreennation.com, what readers there had to say. Gangreen Nation member LBP43 says, The Jets have wasted another year. Does anybody believe this coaching staff can develop a quarterback? Does anybody believe that Todd Bowles can coach a team to meaningful wins? I guess the Johnsons do. Well, I would say that's pretty accurate considering they gave him an extension. Dr. Football on gangreennation.com. I don't see any upside in keep, keeping either guy at this point. They both have been colossal failures, in my opinion. So Dr. Football does not like it. Ponty uh, from Gang Green Nation says, Short of Jim Harbaugh coming back to the NFL, I don't see any better options for us, at least on the coaching side. Trez80 on Gang Green Nation says, As much as I've been critical of both McCagnan and Bowles, they need time to develop. First-time head coach, first-time GM, growing pains. Hopefully we build from this. So that's some optimism. Broadway Jose, I would get rid of them both. You really think these two guys are going are the guys to take us to the top? I mean, after th these three years, you really believe in that? Good Lord, give me a break. Macklin T, I voted yes, but upon reflection, I think Bowles should have been fired. His game management is not up to par, and this team needs a coach who can who comes in with the rookie quarterback I expect to get drafted and develops him. Scott R. Piazza says, The Jets' corporate leadership just admitted they have no interest in building a contending team. 
big turner depends. I think the Jets ownership has in the past looked too much to the back pages for Flash and Dash because they are the Giants' little brother. That's why Tannenbaum and Rex couldn't wrap their brains around retaining guys like Woody and Fanica and drafting credible offensive linemen to replace them when their skills diminished sufficiently for the new kids to take over. The cries, we need a new quarterback, are true, but now is not the time to get another Sanchez. If Josh Allen is available, then get him, but no moving up. If Kirk Cousins is available, don't, because unless major upgrades are made at center, guard, and tackle, no starting quarterback will thrive or survive. If McCagnan can solve the the offensive line problem and find a good corner and good edge guy in the draft or as a free agency, we will be more than competitive next season. IMT uh, says, it wasn't the players, but the GM and the coach that committed to genesiding the fat salaries, trimming payroll, and going with a young and thin roster heading into the season. I think McCagnan deserves to continue because despite all the appearances and consistent with what he said all along, he did not construct this team to lose, but to rebuild, which in turn gives credit to Bowles, who not only stayed on plan, but kept the team organized and fighting in games they had no business really being in at all. The Jets only got five wins, but they gave a heck of a number of playoff teams. They gave hell to a number of playoff teams, I'm sorry. Their schedule was brutal in spots. Jags, Pats, Falcons, Panthers, Saints, Chiefs, all all in. The Chargers and Bills were still alive heading into the last weekend, and both made it in as well. A lot of them were at home, but for a last-place team, the Jets did not have an easy schedule. And they played hard. They only got blown away at mile high. Every other game, despite the circumstances, who they had or didn't have, Bowles had the team prepared to play. It's going to be interesting to see what kind of personnel group Mac gives him to work with going forward, because they've definitely made their their bed. They've set the bar pretty high, with upcoming draft position and a boatload of free agent cash. McCacken and Bowles will have no one to blame but themselves if they can't find a way to build off how they managed to survive a season. In a way, and despite the two-year contracts, I would imagine this is this coming up is a make-or-break year. Good luck to them both. So, you know, lots of uh, different viewpoints, lots of people who very unhappy lots of people who are pretty happy with the move you know and then a lot of wait and see so that's no surprise i think you know this is a big fan base plenty of uh you know there are pl- plenty of cross sections of this fan base so not not really surprised to see opinions so varied opinions so mixed now we we did run a poll on gangreennation.com whether you thought that this was the right move and we gave you a number of options. Uh, there was the simple answer, yes. Then we, we gave you a couple different varieties on that. There was the answer, only Bowles, McCagnan should have been fired. And then flip that, only McCagnan, Bowles should have been fired. We left an option for the Jets should have kept them, but not given them contract extensions. And then finally, we offered the answer, no, both should have been fired. And we Now, we did not leave, you know, we had to draw the line somewhere. We were not leaving, you know, only Bowles, McCagnan should have stayed, but not been given a contract extension. Only McCagnan, Bowles should have stayed, not been given a contract extension. We had to draw the line somewhere, so we couldn't. You know, but I thought I thought those were those were you know those options were enough to get a good feeling for how people stood on the moves. We had 852 votes, so again, pretty good cross section of the fan base voted on it, and the runaway winner, which is somewhat surprising, um, was yes which had 498 votes, 58%. So 58% of people, I'm not going to say 58% of the fan base because the entire fan base did not vote. 
58% did say yes. Now, again, these polls, I, I, my, from my experience, tend to, tend to be pretty positive. I think a really bad result is 50%. I, I think when I think the, the lowest these polls tend to go is 50%, but still 58% a good good number considering all the different options. You know, um, the 498 people voted yes. Six percent, uh, forty-nine votes said only Bull should have stayed. McCagnan should have fi- been fired. Almost double that. Ninety-seven votes, eleven percent said only McCagnan should have stayed. Bulls should have been fired. Twelve percent, one hundred five voters said the Jets should have kept them, but not given them contract extensions. So, twelve percent of people who voted were in the wait and see mode. And then 12%, 103 votes, said no, both should have been fired. So that's, that's the number I look at, is that only 12% wanted both guys to go. Only 12% wanted the Jets to clean house. And if you look, if you add up the, the number of people who said yes, and the number of people who said the Jets should have kept them, but not given them contract extensions, that's 70%. 58% said straight yes, good good move extending them. 12% said the Jets should have kept them, but not given them contract extensions. So that means 70% of the people who voted either want you know, wanted them back for 2018, wanted both back for 2018. Only 12% wanted both gone. So you, you get the sense that, and I'm not, again, you can't say whether this is representative or not. I think, you know, depend depends on the group of people you're asking. There, there clearly were people who were very unhappy with the move if you read our the tweets at us and the, the comments. But that's what I wanted to share with you what, what uh, your fellow Jets fans think today. So thanks for tuning in. This has been the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to the show. Your options include iTunes and Spotify. And if you enjoy it, please leave the show a good review. Hope you have a great Wednesday. We'll be back again on Thursday.